Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. What's going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of the Bring the Juice Colts podcast. So everybody has seen the news now. The Colts have signed cornerback Holton Hill, formerly of the Minnesota Vikings. And we figured who else to get on to kind of tell us a little bit about Holton Hill than Nick, co-host of the One Bar and Lupagus show. Uh, thank you so much for joining me tonight. Yeah, glad to be here. Glad to see you again. Good to always good to talk a little football. Yep, absolutely. Well, I mean, we signed another former Minnesota Viking cornerback. We talked a little bit last year in our uh, week leading up to the game, uh, week two last year. We asked, you know, how do you feel seeing Xavier Rhodes playing against you now? And we saw, you know, just how good Xavier Rhodes was last year. Really revitalized his career here in Indianapolis. Uh, what's what's the story here on uh, Holton Hill? Give me a little bit of a rundown on him. Yeah, uh, Holton Hill, one word comes to mind when I think of him, and it's it's an enigma. Um, Talent-wise, this guy should have been drafted coming out of, the, out of uh, Texas Tech. Had some uh, off-the-field issues, so he went undrafted. Vikings brought him in, and he made the team. Uh, you know, he's got great size, 6'2". Um, he's almost 200 pounds, so physically, you know, he, he is the part. Uh, and when he came in, I mean, he's, he made the team about halfway. I think he was mostly special teams halfway through the year. He was kind of forced into a starting role. I think that's when Xavier Rhodes went down with an injury and he played very, very well. Um, there was a game. I think he actually shut down Michael Thomas. So you can go back and maybe prove me right or wrong on that one. But this guy held his own. He was thrust into action. There was a point where the Vikings were just putting him on the biggest receiver they were facing. And, you know, he, his career started out here. Um, and there was thought he might actually compete to be a starter the following season. He played so well, but then he got into more trouble. Uh, I can't remember if it was substance related or whatever it was. He got a second strike, eight game suspension, got thrown to Mike Zimmer's doghouse. And, and then when he was back on the field, just wasn't the same player. Um, not as physical, 
not as technically savvy. It just seemed like, I don't know if he was losing reps in practice um, or if he was pushing too hard to, to try to get out of that doghouse with Mike Zimmer, uh, but his play really fell off. And, you know, he did make the team last year, but he was. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Released in December, and the Vikings were so thin at corner last year. Uh, they were starting guys like Cordrea Tankersley, uh, Chris Jones, who are horrible, yet they still released Holton Hill. So I don't know who you're going to get. You're going to get the early Holton Hill who started his career on such a high note, or you're going to get the Holton Hill that's kind of regressed the last couple of seasons. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned the off-the-field stuff. Uh, what was what was the issue that leading up to the draft? Because I don't remember any of the off-the-field the off stuff that he got involved in. Yeah, I'm trying to go back and look. I mean, I can Google it quick. I feel like it was, uh, was it a, something with a hazing thing. Uh that's not I, I think there might be more than one issue. It wasn't just one thing. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so, again, the fact that he – here's a guy, too. I, I don't think he's on – he's on a second chance. He's not on his third chance. I feel like he ate the green mushroom in Super Mario Brothers, and he got that extra life. Uh, so mm -hmm. he's really playing on bonus time right now. Gotcha. And yeah, this is it. I mean, I really think he shouldn't have really gotten this extra chance here. I'm going to see what the suspension was. Oh, he violated team rules. I don't know what that was. I think it was maybe issues with his coaches is what it was. Oh, okay. So somebody that wasn't very coachable for a while. I think that's what it was. And there may have been something else. So, again, talent-wise, he should have been drafted. This off-the-field stuff, um, again, made him undrafted. But from raw talent, this guy probably – maybe a change of scenery is going to do him good. You saw what Xavier Rhodes did. A couple of years in decline, goes to Indianapolis. Also looks like the Xavier Rhodes of – five years ago. So maybe Holton Hill will have a resurgence too, but what's your cornerback depth chart looking like? I'm a little curious. Does he have a shot? Uh, well, Xavier Rhodes is obviously corner. Number one, corner. Number two is Kenny Moore. He is our slot corner right now. And then outside of that, I mean, he really does have a shot. I mean, we really don't have a bona fide number two corner right now. Uh, we're basically doing it cornerback by committee. You know, Rocky is in, um, was their draft pick in 2019 has had ups and has had really low down. So, you know, he's, he got benched a lot last year because he was very undisciplined in his in routes and would give up a lot of penalties. So that would, uh, that was why he got benched. TJ Carey is the veteran of the group did really well last year, except, you know, got exposed pretty well against some of the top end receivers in the league and then, you know, you have other guys like Marvell Tell who opted out last year, so we don't necessarily know how he's going to progress. And Isaiah Rogers, who has all the speed in the world to be a, a really good cornerback, we just view him more as a special teams guy because of how quick he is. Um, he might get a chance. I mean, you know, Holton Hill can definitely make uh, – can make himself uh, get involved with this group quite a bit because they're still looking – you know, nobody's nobody's uh, definite for that number two corner spot. And you mentioned the resurgence. You know, you saw Xavier Rhodes come join his old defensive backs coach in Indianapolis. 
and then started to do really well. And then, cause it felt like he had somebody he knew in his corner. He could feel like he was more at home that way. You know, do you think that Holton Hill coming back being with Xavier Rhodes, you know, might be able to potentially keep his head in the right direction? Absolutely. I think there's definitely a chance for, uh, for that to happen. And I think what you guys can hope for is, you know, talent wise, Holton Hill has it. I mean, he's got the size. He'll come up and tackle. He can cover. I think the problem is Mike Zimmer will hold grudges against players. And we saw it when Cordell Patterson was here. Uh, Those two just did not click. And Zimmer pretty much took away all his playing time. I think Holton Hill getting suspended again after the Vikings, you know, took a chance on him, signing him, bringing him in. I think that just made him mad and he kind of held the grudge. So if he can get in there, learn your system, get the reps he needs. I, I think he's actually a pretty good gamble for you guys. Yeah, I mean, I've always said that was a great thing about, you know, Indianapolis and the organization in general is, you know, everybody plays as a unit and we'll pretty we'll know very shortly how uh, Holton Hill is actually mixing with the team. We'll find out really quickly because if you're not a team player, then, yeah, you will get tossed into the shadows and Ballard will get rid of him very quickly. But if he's willing to you know, be a team player and understand he's going to have to work his way up from it, then he'll definitely fit right in here. I mean, you mentioned raw talent and athlete, kind of looking at his athletic score of when he was brought in in 2018. And he had a 7.5 out of 10 on the relative athletic score. So that's that's a pretty average, I would say, when it comes to that. You know, has good height and measurements, like we said, has got nine over nine and a half inch hands over 32 inch arms. So then six, two as well. So that's really good. And I think the only thing that's bad about him, he's pretty average everywhere else, except for his agility His agility is pretty good, but his explosion is what kind of concerns me a little bit. You know, his broad jump was only 10 feet. It's about average, maybe a little below average, but he only had a 31 inch vertical. I mean, I don't want to say nothing, but I had a 31, I had a 32 inch vertical when I was in high school and I weigh more, I weighed more than this guy did. And I was a lineman. So I, I don't know if that was just because of a injury related thing, or if he really just doesn't have that much ops, but that does kind of concern me a little bit. The explosion aspect of it. Yeah. I mean, I never really saw anything lacking from him from a physical standpoint. Uh, again, like I said, he matched up pretty well with the big receivers that he faced. Uh, to me, the biggest thing you got to worry about is him getting in trouble again. I mean, he's had substance abuse issues, I believe, twice. That's why he's already in the program for the NFL. I mean, one more strike is going to probably be a year-long ban for this guy. So, mm-hmm. um, again, like I said, I think this is... A- With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Four chance. Uh, if he doesn't make it here, he's probably done. So he needs to be on his best behavior. He needs to uh, do everything the Colts tell him to do. And if he does that, I think he's got a chance to make your team and maybe contribute this year. I certainly hope so. I mean, I mean, look at the stats, 28 career games, six starts in the three seasons with Minnesota, uh, 69 tackles, 59 of those solo, 
uh, one tackle for a loss, one sack, 11 passes defended, one interception. And I mean, the fact that he's only 24, uh, he's 24, right? 24, yep. 25. So that should be, uh, I mean, that's really young. And for somebody like that, I mean, to have that kind of production, I mean, that, that seems like pretty decent production for a young guy who's got the talent and everything. I mean, I, I mean, for, uh, off the field stuff aside and, you know, from stuff with teammates and everything, how was the talent specifically on the field? Was he better at uh, making tackles coming up uh, and making tackles? Was he better in coverage? What was his strength and weakness? Well, that first year, he was pretty, pretty good at both. Um, you know, he was sticking stride for stride with these guys and he was coming up and making some hits. Um, to the point where it was actually very surprising how well he was doing. Uh, last couple of seasons, probably better tackler than he was in coverage. He looked kind of lost. Like he wasn't sure what he was doing out there, which again, I think maybe did with the, had to do with lack of reps that he was getting because I do believe he was in the doghouse. So, um, like I said, it's a mixed bag with this guy. It's highs and lows, uh, but when he puts it all together, uh, he can be a good player in this league. All right. Well, that's good to hear. Uh, great insight on that. Uh, real quick before I let you off, training camps started the last few days. How is the uh, Minnesota Vikings training camp going so far? Uh, it's going great. Um, you know, it's it's interesting. This team really loaded up on defense. Got Daniel Hunter back, who's just blowing people away, uh, looking great already. Kirk Cousins rolling out, dropping dimes to Irv Smith. And uh, K.J. Osborne, of all players, is, is kind of the star of camp so far early. Uh, so again, this is a team I feel really, they, they kind of went all in this year. They were, they were third in the offense in the NFL and offense last year Did everything they could to improve their defense. So I think we're gonna make a run. I'm excited. All right. Awesome. Well, Nick, thank you so much for joining me again today and giving us insight on Holton Hill. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Uh, I'm always available to talk guys. Love it. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Let us know what you think of the Holton Hill signing. Thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, go Colts.